Welcome to this episode of 60 Second Retail, a BDO podcast keeping you in the know on events and trends in the retail and consumer products industry impacting your bottom line in just a few short minutes. Hello, my name is Natalie Cutler. I'm the national leader of the retail and consumer products industry group at BDO USA. With us today is once again, Ross Foreman, Managing Director in the Workplace Operations and Strategy Group at BDO USA. Ross is back for part two of our Retail Real Estate Outlook conversation. But this time, we're going to talk about what retailers feel is in store for the year ahead. Welcome back, Ross. Hi, Natalie. So what trends are you seeing that are impacting retailers and how they use their real estate portfolio? So, Natalie... We all have seen that no industry sector had to adapt its ways of doing business more quickly or more extensively with the onset of COVID than retail, retailers. They had to re-engineer basically overnight the entire in-store shopping experience while scaling up home delivery and curbside pickup of more products like groceries and prepared food. And at the same time, numerous retailers had to revamp their supply chain to address the bottlenecks that are still ongoing and shifting consumer demand. In the end, the retail sector rose to the occasion and fared better than most of us feared. But unfortunately, retailers aren't completely out of the woods. Uncertainty remains around the supply chain disruption. We're seeing COVID variants, labor shortages, inflation, and uncertainty around when business travel will materially increase, which has a direct correlation uh, and a big impact on, on retail sales. There's also no real estate asset class where landlord and tenants fortunes are more closely tied. So we we want, from a core success standpoint, these two partners to be working together for success and how we look forward to additional adoption or adaption that has to occur. That said, there's good news, a lot of good news that we're predicting as we look forward. In-store sales are predicted to rise by 8%. Uh, bricks and mortar shopping continues to increase with customers indicating a, a really great desire for in-store experience. And though recovery in the retail segments most affected by the pandemic was still lagging entering into 21, every major category registered sales exceeding pre-COVID levels by mid-2021. So we look ahead in general, future-facing retail strategies are prioritizing uh, omni-channel, talked about in continuation into 22, engaging customers in-store online and via mobile. Physical stores, they're going to continue to play the ever-important role of acting as distribution centers, pickup locations, and showrooms. And so retailers, they're looking at smaller locations. I mean, look at Target. They've already experimenting with stores with smaller footprints, and we've seen others during the pandemic increase the need for that. But One thing I will say, here's a fact that might surprise many. Retailers have opened more stores in 2021 than they've closed. And this is a trend that isn't slowing. So even with the COVID pandemic, national and regional retailers will have opened more locations this year than they've closed. The first time in many, many years. I I read that statistic as well, Ross, and I just find that incredibly um, interesting and very positive, you know, in fact that we see so many new stores opening up. How does this outlook align or differ from the owner's and investor's perspective um, we examined in the last episode? Yeah, it's a good question. And mentioned earlier, that 
have an unusual relationship that you don't necessarily see the same dynamic in other asset types, real estate asset types, i.e. meaning you know, office in particular, where one is so core to the other, the success of one so dependent on the other. And so these, these changes that we see, whether it's from consumer demand changes or more macroeconomic affect both almost in a uh, you know parallel fashion. So what do I mean? You look at ESG, growing in importance. Well, r- retail uh, institutional owners have had to address that because their investors are demanding it. And we know shoppers are demanding it as well. People want to know where their products are being made and who is making them by way of example. Landlords and tenants are entering into green leases more and more. It's just becoming more common and investors want it because they want to monitor when I'm referred to investors, even publicly traded retailer investors are looking at those same monitoring and wanting to know because reputational risk is such a high priority in retail and ESG efforts mitigate that. You know, there's this expansion of native digital retailers. You know, everybody automatically thinks of Warby Parker, but there are so many others getting into the physical retail store. And that benefits everybody, benefits ownership, benefits the the retailer who's getting more exposure and branding. And we're seeing these unique aspects to trying to mitigate and partnering and working together from pop-up stores and short-term leases, pop-up ports, interesting. You're seeing with the likes of Walmart having to partner with owners and investors of retail in order to more quickly move product that's not necessarily coming directly from the traditional ports. So such an intertwined relationship that's fascinating. Great, great. Thank you, Ross. And if you have any questions for Ross or myself, please make sure to reach out using the Contact Us form on the 60-second retail podcast landing page on video.com. Thank you again. And that concludes this episode of BDO's 60 Second Retail Podcast. Don't forget to tune in for the next episode. To find more information on our hosts, guests, BDO services, or listen to previous episodes of 60 Second Retail, please visit www.bdo.com slash 60-second-retail.